This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted pride of West London Podcast. And we're coming to you from, I'm in, I'm in Virginia. Right. I'm not in Atlanta anymore. I've got on a plane this morning with the Laney man. And I got on a plane with Mark as well. And we've come up to Virginia. We come into Washington, which is like, we thought Atlanta was hot, mate. But this place is blazing. It's been proper blazing. So blazing that actually where I'm now, we've had to, have to hide underneath the canopies because the... The, the, the water, the rain was coming down. We had proper rainstorms here. Like I said to you, different environment, different vibes. I'm just here. But where am I now? I'm actually standing by a pool in Virginia with lots of Brentford fans because we're having the Brentford pool party. We told you we're going to seek out a pool party. We found a pool party. I've got my Speedos in the bag, but I haven't, I've been too embarrassed to pull them out, to be quite honest with you. Um, but we're standing up here, pool party in Virginia. Loads of Brentford fans. Cliff Crown's just gone, actually. He's, uh, he's gone off into town like that. We've had a few of the characters from the club here. But we've got the real fans here, hanging out here. And I've got the Kenkel in the house. Kenkel, if you don't know the Kenkel, USAB. Go and check him out on Twitter. The USAB handle on there. And he's been organising all sorts of nonsense out here in America. The Kenkel, how are you? I am doing great, man. Thanks for coming out. It's been an amazing evening. Listen, thank you for inviting me to your pool party. I'm sitting there. I'm seeing Brentford fans here, swimming with the, 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 the flamingos and all sorts of stuff. We've got Leo Sayer on there who, uh, you, you, you know, we met him a few years ago down at the, uh, um, down in the, the, what's it, the Griffin, I think it was. And uh, it, it, before, like a ridiculous, I think it was like some sort of kind of Crawley town or something like that. And we met Leo Sayer there and he's going, yeah, go Brentford. And he had no idea what team he was supporting, where they came from. But, you know, we like to perpetuate the story that Leo Sayer is a Brentford fan. But the kickle, just tell me about this, man. Like I said to you, wicked little party you've got going on here. Just tell us about your little USBs things going yeah, no, it's been brilliant. So we, we had a little bit of a party tonight. We got a diverse crowd of young, old families, expats, locals, and, and those of you who came over from England. And, uh, yeah, we, we're about 200 and some strong now in the USA B supporters official list. It's probably double that if you count all the folks who haven't signed up. So it's been a brilliant experience. I mean, when I started in 2014, I couldn't find 15 of us, much less 100. So to see the turnout tonight and, and what's expected tomorrow and on Sunday has just been absolutely mind-blowing. And this is great. And again, you know, for us, 
in, in England, you know, listen, we carry on and we do our thing because we are Brentford fans and this is our home. So for many of us, we don't really kind of, I don't want to use the word understand, but it's a little bit alien to us to think that there are people over, you know, thousands of miles away who are not only kind of just slightly into Brentford, but, you know, completely infatuated by the club. And like, you know, I've been out here again. Listen, we get lots of Brentford fans and we really appreciate you calling into the podcast, messaging us, coming down the globe, you know, buying us a beer down the globe, just out of the blue. Like, you know what I'm saying? People from all sorts, like, you know, from Arkansas and from Missouri and in California. And I'm just thinking, this is just getting out of hand, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, but there really is starting to grow a big sort of kind of fan base but the interesting thing that i found when i've been out there they kind of sort of get the the thing that we're t- we don't like to kind of we, like, we don't like to be like the chelsea we, we we're not trying to be that kind of club everyone seems to kind of get that yeah the people who uh, gravitate towards brentford don't gravitate towards it because you know we sell a lot of kit or there's a lot of people walking down the street or we got the big names they gravitate towards it because the, it's, it's a family and club environment the supporters that they meet, you know, they, they, they're, the English supporters, when the Americans meet them, you know, they're, they're really encouraging about teaching the history and, and, and what the background is. And they learn quickly to hate QPR and, and the stories around 67 and Alan Wood. Yeah, or Fulham. Well, I was going to get to that. The yeah. Fulham part, part is, is a little easier to hate for Americans simply because most Fulham fans, their, their, their knowledge of their club is about an inch deep simply because they know Clint Dempsey or they know Anthony Robinson or they know Tim Ream and therefore that's their team because they're the American team. But the reality is the history behind it, where they were before Fayed showed up, there's none of that. Whereas I think that the U.S. fans for the Brentford side, they're very keen to learn more. When Bees United puts up the story about what happened and how the, you know, how the club was bought by the fans and, and transitioned to Matthew Benham, there's a desire to learn more about that and, and to sit and listen and take it all in and then repeat it. So I think that that sort of environment, the sort of collegial feel of the club itself is something that is carried forward by the American supporters in a way that the other clubs just don't have at all. And yourself, I mean, I mean, you obviously you, you are American. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I grew up in Ohio and I've been in D.C. since uh, 1998. So uh, I'm as American as you come, but I, I, I lived a couple of years in the U.K. Where did you live and how did you get into Brentford? Yeah, so I lived in, in Kew, uh, across, the, across the bridge, like almost literally across the bridge from the GTEC. And uh, when we moved there, you know, there were, in the States at that time, 2012, when we moved, there was no you know, access to the championship or League One or, or the lower levels. You know, occasionally you might see a Chelsea match or a Liverpool match maybe once a week on a Saturday. Um, so when we went there, we tried to get some Premier League tickets. We couldn't get it. And somebody said, hey, you should really check out Brentford. It's like a, a short walk across the street, just down the road a little bit. You, I think you'll really enjoy it. So we showed up, and uh, it happened to be the 2013-2014 season. And uh, really, I, I, I like to take a lot of credit for the fact that, like, you know, we were, like, third or fourth place when I first showed up to my, my first match. What game was it? It was Notts County. Um, you turned up at that North County game? Yeah. The we, one that we went got promoted? When Alan Judge scored the penalty? And, uh, no, well, that was PE. That was Preston North oh, End. PE, of course. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So my first the game before was, that one. Yeah, so I was yeah. at, I was at, I was at uh, as that game. The one that won me over was Crawley Town, which was like a Tuesday night. There were like maybe 2,000 people in the stands. And if I you think, re- I think that's the game that was, uh, maybe it might not. Yeah, but I remember, I remember that game. What was memorable about that game was that the, the, the Crawley Town was trying to come back late in the match. Ball went out of bounds on the Bremer Road side. One of the fans held the ball, 
Crawley Town players said, give me the ball, give me the ball. And the Brentford Saints said, you want this? Crawley Town uh, players said, yeah. And he chucked it right in the Crawley Town player's face. Oh, okay. And it made national news. All right, okay. and, and so that was kind of what brought me into it. And then I think we saw Crew Alexandra after that. And then we were at the Preston North End game. We were on the pitch for it. I've got pictures with Will Grigg and Matthew Benham walking by randomly and behind one of our pictures and from then on we were sold to this day i can still smell the pitch from being on the field that day so how often do you get to see the mighty mighty bees so at, I, I, my, the company i work for is based in london so i get to come over all the time i try to time my trips um, recently it's been a little less because i can't get it to work right but usually at best i've gone to four four five or six and and at worst i see one or two that's so good and and and, and just i mean just how is this trip? I'm just thinking, and I'm just thinking about it, as, as an American. How has this been for you? Because, like, you know, for us, we've we've come over here because it's basically it's a bit of a holiday. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a bit of a laugh. You're watching Brentford coming over. It's kind of cool. It's it's a bit weird because it's a, it is a pre, we have to remember it's a pre-season friendly. So it's not all blood cut and thunder. You know, it's not like a competitive match. It really is actually a friendly. So it's almost like the perfect kind of actually this is a kick football out of football experience which we always go on about it's like don't concentrate on the football concentrate on everything else that's going out there for you but how important has this been for you so i think from from the perspective of what's happening on the field and going to the games and getting ripped off to be quite honest for you know the charges of what what the, the you know the, the the stadiums are charging for certain things that that, that piece has been eh the best part about it, I think if you ask any American if they said, would you rather go to the games or would you rather go to the private events and the club meets at the meet and greets at the pubs, I think 99 out of 100 would say, I'd rather go to the meet and greets. I'd rather go to the pub and hang out with the English supporters who are over here, learn from them, sing our songs, hang out, and, and, and just get to know the club a little bit better. Um, that's been really, I think, what's been most important for our fan base is to connect with the English fans who some of them have never been over for a game before. So, you know, to see folks like yourself and Laney and others, to them, you know, it's it's something that is on the other end of the internet, right? Not necessarily something that they are a part of on a daily basis. So it's so important to us as Americans to have access to that and the fan base and the, the games and, and the training and everything else. We recognize that it is training. We don't care what the result is. It's about connecting with the fan base and the club. UBs. UBs. The Alopecian in the house here as well. And I met this geezer down at, it was at Griffin Park, wasn't it? It was Griffin, Griffin Park. Park. Yep, yep. It wasn't even a new stadium. Forget that. You were original old school, right? Watching Brentford in the old school when they weren't even available on the TV. When people are going, oh, I've seen Brentford on the TV and I'm really supporting them now. You were before that. You, yeah. uh, and that impressed me quite a lot. And, and you, you were really happy with the bees, weren't you? I was, very much. Um, I saw the bees in 1995, randomly with my friend uh, Mark Quinn. And uh, we couldn't see him in the States until I follow. And then I started watching the bees and then took my wife there at Griffin Park in 2019 because I wanted to see the old girl out. And uh, you know, I'll always be a bee, always. That's right, and, and, and the thing is, you've seen matches since, you watch on the TV, I mean, you live in, it's in upper state New York, is it, is what I'm saying? Near to Buffalo, near to the Buffalo Bills, as it was to yeah. be, like you know what I'm saying. Rochester, Ra -cha -ra -cha -cha. the Rochester, New York, and like, but it still must be quite difficult for you because, like, you, uh, you watch the games, but you you, you, you can't have a, a huge, you know, raft of people up there watching games with you. Nope, uh, I converted my friend Dan, who's a uh, former Manchester United fan. He he uh, is now a hundred percent a B. He just came to Philly with me. 
and uh, we rocked out that that game. It was awesome. That's right, and and, and just to, I mean, just thoughts because you, you you were up in Philly, you know, you're coming down to Washington as well. I mean, you've seen the breeze over a number of years, but from a, from a, from a USA perspective, a USA lens, you know, what are your thoughts on our evolution? It's it's unbelievable. It really, like we were saying, Billy, it's just amazing to see the growth. Um, I think you have lifelong fans now. I mean, the product is amazing. The players, it's just, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm really blown away, seriously. And, and this, 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 this preseason tour thing, you know, we're kind of, me and Laney are trying to kind of write it off a little bit by saying that, you know, a bit of fitness, a bit of new players out there than ever. But on the flip side of it, there's a bit of a window in America. The, the Americans are looking at us. Do you, and I'm going to be honest with you. Be honest with me. Do you think that they're being impressed so far? Or is it like a bit of a, oh, no, this is a bit of a fluff? Uh, look, do you want real fans or do you want, you know, fly-by-night fans? And I think the bottom line is if they're going to like the team, they're going to like the team, you know, regardless if they win or lose. And it's preseason anyways. Thomas Frank, remember, he was what, 10 and 1? 0 and 8? He knows what he's doing. Like you always say, Thomas Frank knows exactly what to do. You bees. You bees. Got the Nottingham bee in the house. Nottingham bee, he's doing the full, he's done the full Monty, he's done the full, the full tour. You know, Philly, down in Atlanta and down here. But not only has he done the full tour, he's done the full family tour. He's got about 140 people here with him, you know what I'm saying? Come down here. Listen, like, you know, absolutely brilliant, this, is, this is your holiday, isn't it? It's been absolutely awesome. I recommend it to any Bees fan, you know, going from New York to Philadelphia, train to Philadelphia, watching the Bees in that amazing stadium there, and then obviously coming over to Atlanta to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Again, most incredible stadium that I've ever watched the Bees in and probably will ever watch the Bees in. Um, is it more incredible because you've been to quite a few World Cup games as well? I have, is it? I have but that was still still a dream for us, I think. And uh, with the roof over, air-conditioned stadium, and again, watching Brentford play really well. So, uh, what's not to love? What's not to love? And, and, and tell me, because I mean, you're proper hardcore, like I said to you, Nottingham B, but you yeah. you go home and away every game, yeah. pretty much as well. And, uh, and 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 you've seen the bees go to this next level out here. How 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 bizarre? I mean, listen, you're, you're listening to look, this, this Tallahassee bee speaking to this next character from I don't even know where he's from. It's like from like from like Idaho or something like that. Yeah. You know, they're behind us. Chat. You and me, like we chat all the time down the globe. We do. But we're looking around us by the pool, by the pool, and we got this Tallahassee and Idaho, and then this next guy from Rochester, and then this other guy from California, all chatting away. Incredible. But how bizarre. It's bizarre, but equally, everybody's got a reason as to why they love our, our wonderful football club. You know, we come over here and and come into someone's house. They've invited here on a, on a text message because they've seen us put out something on Facebook or what have you. Um, Open without, you know, open arms. Then listening to how people come to support the bees. Some of them have obviously never been to the G Tech, but they've watched from afar. Um, listen to their experiences of why they support the bees and and what it means to them. And they get the community feel straight away, which is absolutely marvellous. And uh, yeah, it just makes you feel really, really proud of as to why we're why we're here and why we we love our super bees. So this season, I'm just going to let's 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 just talk nitty gritty now. You know what I'm saying? Because like. This, this pre-season, if you want to look results-wise, hasn't gone according to plan. 
but are you concerned? Not at all. Not at all. I think the football we've played has been, that time is fantastic. Going forward, I think we've been really, really exciting. I obviously only scored the two goals um, in Philadelphia, but we could have easily had five or six that day. Um, so not concerned at all. Um, I think in Atlanta, again, we were very unfortunate. We didn't score. Could have had a penalty and I think the game would have changed. It wasn't to be. It's only a friendly. It's all about taking the minutes, getting the minutes in the legs as we always hear. Um, and also blooding in Nathan Collins, you know, easing him into that. And obviously a good team building exercise as well. And um, I think that's what it's all about. And come first game of the season, I think we'll be ready. And, 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 and listen, I'm going to give a bit of a proximity reference here as well. I mean, I, can, I know we're in America, but you are a Nottingham Bee. Now, as a Nottingham Bee, there's been lots of rumours flying. I mean, listen, there's, there's one player that we've been going for since back in the day. Who's that? Since he, Who's played, that? Since he played for Lincoln City, and I know that because we went in for him when he played for Lincoln City on loan. And we didn't quite get him there because we didn't bid high enough. And then he played for Nottingham Forest and we didn't buy it high enough. He still didn't buy it high enough. We didn't buy it high enough. We've got him there, but we're still in the game. As a Nottingham B, how much would you like us to get? I think, wonderful, I think he's a wonderful footballer. I think he shows out and out pace. I think he would uh, uh, change the way we play uh, going forward and take us up a notch. I think already you've got Mbumo, you've got Wiese, you've got Sharda. Again, three players that is going to be fantastic. But Thomas keeps talking about levels. Levels and building building from where we've come from. And, 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 and if we have to make a substitute, a player comes on of equal ability. Brennan Johnson is a player that everybody knows he's got out and out pace scores goals he's a threat all the time and he can play in a, in a number of positions which I think will will be key to Brentford yeah. Football Club and, and I'm going to ask you as well because I'm, I'm trying to get your Nottingham intelligence here yeah. what, obviously Nottingham fans won't be pleased if we got him not saying we're going to get him as well but also what's the feeling because I've heard it shifted a little bit with the Brennan Johnson thing before you know beforehand it was like Brennan Johnson is fully hardcore in the Forest fight but I've heard there's a little bit of a shift where maybe his, the love for Forest isn't necessarily as much as it was before. Maybe maybe not. I think there's been um, some rumblings. I think there's been a fallout between Cooper and Brennan Johnson, allegedly. Um, and uh, Allegedly, do, 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 according to your underground sources, is that? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But at, at the end no, of the no, day... No, 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 hold you to it. But no, you know, we need the information. Yeah, don't, don't, be, don't be vague. No, absolutely. I think there's been something going on there. Um, I think there's been an injury that uh, Brennan Johnson had from the start of January straight February I think they played him when they shouldn't be playing him with an injury um, then I think did that upset him or, or is I think it upset him because I think it was a, I don't think it was the best of injury you know best of injuries for him and I think it, it's sort of had an impact now as to why he's not playing and he didn't play for Wales um, and uh, I think that's probably one of the reasons but equally I think uh, they got lucky that uh, that Taiwo came back for them at the time and um, and it meant that they could rest of player of, of Johnson's ability everybody knows Brennan Johnson's ability and um, I think he would definitely improve Brentford Football Club the problem is from our point of view is it's a lot a lot of money um, and we've gone from we, we, we've gone we've gone from um, often spending money you know um, peanuts in comparison to now you're talking about a player that could be worth any, anything between 30 to 50 million but, 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 uh, we, we could have we could have bought him earlier and we didn't we do done, and, and, and but at the end of the day if he's going to be a player that's going to improve your team sometimes you, you can't it's worth paying you can't always you can't always get players of five million and that's just how it goes and we could have we could have got him for 12 million at one time but we didn't do it but if we think he's worth it then maybe we might have to pay and if he's if he's worth 
if he's if he pays 35 and he's worth 50 million two years later then totally job done isn't it totally agree and I think I think you're absolutely right and uh, I think like we used to pay you used to go and pay, pluck someone for 500 grand and sell him for 30. life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why United Healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 30 now with the times have changed and I think we, we're looking to get to the next level and he is definitely the next level in my opinion. Um, I think it will upset the Nottingham Forest supporters because I don't think that they think that Brennan Johnson should come to a club as in their eyes as uh, 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 nowhere near the, the calibre of a, 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 two, a, a two winning uh, European Cup team. I think they think that they should he should be going to a team of similar capabilities such as Aston Villa. And, 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 and as a Nottingham B, would that upset you? If, if what? As a, as a Nottingham B, them being upset, would that upset you? No, I'd be, I'd be delighted if you come to us. <laughs> I'd be absolutely delighted. And I think, I'd be, uh, I think, I think you'd have the last laugh. But at, at, at the same time, I think um, if I was a Nottingham Forest supporter, I think they'll be looking at it thinking that um, they've got FFP uh, around the corner. And, and why is he going to leave us to go to a team uh, you know, like Brentford? Uh, from my point of view, teams like, teams like Brentford. And... and uh, We've already shown that we finished two points behind Aston Villa and we both know we were at the game against Aston Villa, walked them off the pitch, deserved to beat them until a 90th minute equaliser um, and that's football and had it not been for that we'd have been in Europe and they wouldn't have been so you know it really is you know we're, we were one result away from getting there. I believe it, we, may, we, we talked about it last season we may be uh, one year too early this is the year we can go on to do it and hopefully we can go from strength to strength. UBs. UBs. <laughs> so more, well, I say, I don't, I don't even know if I can call you American being in the house because you're not American, you're not English, you're not, where are you from? Uh, about 9,000 miles south of the States, so Australia. Um, Australia, but you're here in America with a Brentford shirt on who used to live in the Brook Road, so I'm completely confused. What's, tell me what's going on. How did that happen? Well, moved over to England for a work secondment, um, sight unseen. We found somewhere on the internet to rent, and we ended up in Brook Road South, walking the kids to school, getting them enrolled. I saw this big line at um, this football stadium called uh, Griffin Park, and I thought, I'll rejoin that line and see what it's all about after I dropped the kids off at school. Came back, the line had diminished. Anyway, it was this whole Brentford versus Chelsea thing. I'd never heard of the Brentford Football Club, but I'd heard of Chelsea, and I said, what's going on here? And it's like some FA fourth round cup. And, and um, I said, oh, that sounds awesome. I'd love to come see them play. And they said, well, do you have away supporter purchasing history? And I had to decipher that in my brain. What do they actually mean by that? And um, the answer was no. And I said, I'll, what? So, so basically, just quickly, so basically, the, and the, the people here are going to get confused about this because this is back in the day when our ticketing system was so bad, right, that we played Chelsea in the cup and this is the first time we played a big, big, big team like that. Yep. And people were so excited, they had turned up at the ground and queued around the ground to get tickets. So you'd come home yep. and you just saw people queuing up yep, so to get tickets and, and like 
you people are queuing up for three or four or five hours just to get tickets to the Chelsea game because yeah. you couldn't get it on the internet then. You yep. had to get them physically. 100%. And so I got to the front of the line, didn't have um, a way supporter purchasing history, but I said, oh, that's a shame, but um, we'll, we'll come another time because we'll live just over there. And the, the lady peeked her head out of the ticketing booth and said, oh, on Brook Road South. I said, yeah, yeah. Can you prove that you live on Brook Road South? And I had some, you know, uh, documentation because I was signing up for gym membership, library cards and such. Yeah. There it was, and she said, well, we like to look after the locals like because of the traffic and the noise that the games create. So I think we can sort you out. How many tickets do you want? So that Saturday, myself, my wife, our kids, were watching Brentford versus Chelsea. You got battered. It was the 83rd minute mark, 2-1. This was oh, at home. Oh, you got at the home, home game. At home. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was incredible. And the FA Cup. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Unfortunately, Torres scored, evened it up, and... Um, uh, a couple of weeks later, I was there with a workmate at uh, Stamford Bridge. That game wasn't as exciting. No, so that's when we got back. But the home game, yeah. that was wicked because oh they, my gosh. because um, we, oh god, you know, Rafa Benitez was their manager. Yeah, they turned out on the pitch and they 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 came out and, and Griffin Park was ferocious atmosphere in those days, smaller than our new stadium. And his Chelsea team, who had to had to change in a little shitty little dressing room that we had, like that, it was a nightmare for them. And they turned up and the roar and everything like that. We were one, we went ahead. We were two one up with like seven, what, seven minutes to go. And yeah. it was just absolutely brilliant because we were in the third tier, the third division. We were in absolute heaven. It was it was amazing, wasn't it? Oh, it's incredible. And um, being able to uh, be so close to the action, we're right near the dugout. We could hear the, you know, the manager uh, talking about the plays and just fell in love with the club. And um, the rest of that season, it'd be the middle of winter, it'd be sleeting. We'd be uh, behind the dugout. If it was uh, a Saturday afternoon, we'd be in the terrace with all the fans. Um, felt like a mosh pit sometimes when we would score a goal, but um, absolutely loved it. And um, got to Wembley that year. That was um, after after seeing that. That was game. forget. That's a bit forgettable. Well, <laughs> I would. I refuse to drive through Yeovil uh, for the rest of my time living in uh, England after that game. Yes, but, uh, yeah, wise wise move that one. Yeah. And for the fans out there as well, we lost to Yeovil in the playoff final because we technically should have gone up that year. We fluffed that a little bit, finished uh, third that year, and we lost to Yeovil, I think, finishing sixth place uh, in the final. So we, again, didn't go out up, up that year. And it was, I think, the eighth time that we had failed in the playoffs. Uh, the history is that Brentford basically have been really rubbish in the playoffs, so we lost the game. But listen, we're talking about positive times now. You, sure. I'm just coming back to this now. You are here by a swimming pool in Virginia, Washington, just down the road. Um, I'm finding this a little bit, full of Brentford fans, I'm finding this a little bit surreal. Oh, it's incredible. So, um, moved back to Australia, then moved to Seattle for work. Three years in Seattle, four and a half years in Austin, Texas, and literally five days ago, um, doing a work move to uh, Virginia. And um, we were positive knowing that Brentford were coming, bought tickets six weeks ago, hoping that the dates would align and they have absolutely aligned. So my wife and eldest, uh, sorry, my wife and youngest arrived yesterday and we're all going to the game on Sunday and um, first time being able to see Brentford um, outside of the UK for us. So um, I haven't seen a game live for uh, probably about six years when I was last in UK traveling. Um, loyal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's right. I've seen the new G-Tech Stadium outside of um, uh, a game being played. But, um, yeah, my last game was at Griffin Park. So I'm um, really excited to see them play uh, here uh, in Baltimore. So um, Maryland, rather. Maryland. I mean, it's like Maryland, yeah, it's... Baltimore. We've got no idea what's going on here. But uh, So just Brentford, in, just in general, um, since that game that you saw them, that first game that you saw them, they've obviously, uh, they're a little bit better. Oh, the moment well. now. I mean, just just tell me, just talk to me about Brentford as of the new Brentford, the, the Brentford that played in, in Atlanta, Brentford that played in Philly, the Brentford that, that, that was tearing up teams last season. 
Yeah, I mean, um, just seeing them on the big stage playing like the likes of Liverpool and Man C and Man U and Chelsea and Fulham, not just holding their own, but beating these uh, types of clubs. It's just incredible, like um, getting a, a top 10 finish. Um, um, like, I, I think most of us were just praying that they would um, stay up after the first season and the second season, but um, they are just um, playing like dynamite there. And like Aussies really love the underdog. Uh, we always go for, you know, the uh, David and Goliath. We are always going um, for that, uh, that small team that's fighting above their weight. And Brentford's always been that club. And um, they just continue to keep on doing that and turning people's heads and, and surprising folks. So it's, a, it's a, just a wonderful story. And uh, you've moved here now. So, I mean, I know that the Kenkel has been trying to sort of expand his, uh, his, his, Virginia, his Washington B kind of collective. Um, are you in? Oh, 100%. I was going to start a, um, uh, a watch party series in Austin uh, before we decided to move. And um, John's done all the hard work here in Virginia. I can just latch on, watch the games. It's an amazing um, set of supporters here, very passionate uh, Brentford folks. And um, I just, um, I'm pretty optimistic we're going to grow this. Uh, Americans are like Australians. We all love the underdog. And um, that's what Brentford is. Um, seeing a Brentford just keep keeping on rising. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get a lot more fans. Uh, I think fans love that exciting, positive type of football where they are out there and scoring. So, um, none of this defensive stuff. Just go out there and try and score goals. Um, goals win games. So, I'm, I'm absolutely in. And I think a lot more people are going to be as the uh, season kicks off again. UBs. UBs. Come on, UBs. So, there, yeah, that was the pool posse. And, and I'm sitting there with Laney, actually. I mean, it's a, this is, like I say, a few hours later. Quite a few hours later, actually, we're sitting here in a bar in Washington, you know, just reflecting on what's happened in the past few days, but also we're just reflecting on that, pool, again, pool party today. Different vibe. I mean, <laughs> ask, how many pool parties have you been to in England? How many Brentford pool parties have you been to in England? Yeah, not many. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know anyone that's got a swimming pool. Brentford Fountain Leisure Centre, maybe? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> Um, no, it was it was really great. Uh, incredible um, hospitality by John and his and his missus, um, and yeah, we're well. We're hiding from the torrential rain. Actually, it's, a, it's the truth of the matter. Um, it, it's been really roasting hot here in the in the afternoons, especially you know like 95 degrees, and then all of a sudden the, the heavens open and it's like biblical rains come down. Like we're we're sheltering from from it in a in a nice safe pub. But yesterday afternoon. You know, early evening we were we were around um, around the you know the, the Brentford US fans' house and um, yeah and uh, the, it was rain bouncing off of his pool and uh, it was yeah it was it, it was didn't stop people going in the pool did no, it? No, it didn't stop anyone going in the pool. It stopped me going in the pool. Um, but yeah, the food was good. The you know the company was great. There was people from the club there. Um, yeah, it was, it was it was really good. It's just like uh, you know I've said it several times yet. It, I, I, I'm, I'm, it doesn't stop surprising me how friendly people are towards us and towards the club and people, you know, um, USB's fans coming up to us and giving us like rare bottles of bourbon and, you know, um, thanking us for what we do and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's been brilliant. I mean, we said that as well, we appreciate it as well. You know, a couple of gifts came our way yesterday, bottles of uh, alcohol as well, you know, lovely, lovely, lovely shaped bottles of alcohol as well, yeah. which is the, great. Um, there was the um, suitcase full of cash was good. That's right. <laughs> Indeed, it was. So, like I said, really appreciate it. But I think this is not about the fact that, you know, you've got this. it's more a fact that people seem to really appreciate the beast. They seem to appreciate us and appreciate our team. And we're sitting down there talking about this today and talking about with, you know, with a few Americans again at the bar. 
and talking about, you know, they were saying what you're here for. We say we're here for Brentford. They're like, who the hell are they? And then we explained to them, like, you know, we're quite similar to, to Wrexham. Oh, we all know Wrexham. You know, yeah, we're sort of more similar to Wrexham than we are to Man United, except for we've now gone through the ranks. And they were like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And they sort of kind of understand it. But also, like I said, the conversation we had yesterday with the Brentford fans, we were just trying to say to them, I'm not being funny, you know, why are you supporting our team? And they're like, listen, if we wanted to, we could have supported you know, our big team, but we, you know, we, we ain't gone for that glory. We, 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 we're buying into other things, which I think is good. And looking back on a bit of social media and what people are feeling back, you know, I think there's a little bit of concern from people out there that, you know, that Brentford are going to Americanize itself and you've got this American fan base coming in and we're going to get to American and we're going to lose our soul. I think the whole point of this whole thing is that we actually ain't losing our soul. We're trying to tell everybody this is what our soul is about. And if you want to jump on board and get on board the gravy train, well, it's not quite a gravy train, the train, then that, that's fine. But if you're, in, if you're not in it, don't worry about it. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. And I, I'd say it's probably about sharing our soul rather than selling it. And, it's, you know, the, the, people, the people that seem to be involved with following us from over here, they, they understand it. It's not about the glory. It's, it really is about the journey. It's just... You know, it's, it's about the quirkiness of us, and I, I know I'm, I, I share that vibe. I don't, I don't want, I don't necessarily want it to change where we become, you know, we become Chelsea. I don't, I don't want to become, I don't want to morph into Chelsea Football Club. But I, what, I, what I do want is for us to carry on doing the things we do well, better, and you know, all the time we've got the staff there and the knowledge there, and uh, the, you know, the, the, the brilliance of being able to read data and interpret what other players are doing in other teams then I'm, I'm up I'm up for that more of that you know so you know I'm going to ask a question go bees I mean yeah pull out controversial bees. controversial yeah Is that the go, maybe, maybe go bees here but no never go bees at home no I mean, to me, it was, a bit, it, was a bit, it was always a bit pun tongue I mean, some woman just came up to me and handed me a Go Bees bracelet that I think that maybe she had spent like, the whole evening making and she was hanging out to Brentford fans. And, and, oh, really? And, I thought you bought that. <laughs> no, no, well, actually, oh, I was I that a love gift? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was, it was lovely. I'm saying. But, um, but to me, there's, I think there's just a big, bit of tongue-in-cheek, why actually. Why didn't I get one? I, I'm gutted. No, I didn't I, get one. I know why, but anyway, we won't go into that. <laughs> but anyway, I think Go... I, I think I see Go Bees as a bit tongue-in-cheek and that's why like, we were quite happy to hang it up and, and show that all the big because it is completely it is completely tongue in cheek because it is so American and, we, and Brentford are so not American and, so, and of course we come out here we have a bit of a laugh but the, everything that we do I mean we've seen all these other teams and the teams that these other fans embrace and they're more you know they're closer to they can they can understand that more but we're not that so the go bees thing no we're not taking over what they did for me it was a bit of a mistake it, it was, but on, on the serious side, there is a new Go Bees t-shirt range that we're about to launch on uh, besotted.com, so, so you can reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening at all. But anyway, listen, on reflection, I mean, like I said to you last night, great, um, great evening by the pool. We're waiting for the, for the hurricane to, 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 to ease off so we can actually get out here and get down to the meet and greet. There's another little drink up again in Virginia, which we need to get down to. It's quite far from here, so we need to get to that. But like I said, we're actually, we're, we're actually caught in the middle of this hurricane at the moment in a bar, which is not too bad. So we're waiting for that to die down so we can actually get out there. But we're going to come back to you on match day, on game day, after the game against Aston Villa over in, um, I don't even know where it is, some stadium over there somewhere. Maryland. It's a Maryland, yeah. 
another state. We're going to another state where we're stating ourselves right up, aren't we? Like I said to you. Right so, don't, so don't forget to check that post-match broadcast Friday West dot London. Oh, my name's Billy Grant here, and I'm I'm in, I'm in I don't know I'm in, I don't even know what bar I'm the Sudhouse Bar, and somewhere in U. What's this called? U the U the U train. U Street. This is the U Street area of Washington, and it's pretty 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 cool, pretty you, hip. You ate you ate all the pies. That's right, that's right. So anyway, but don't forget to subscribe to us on all good podcast channels. Don't forget to also buy us a beer, beersorted.com forward slash beer. Thank you to everyone who has bought us beer and come up to us and chatted to us and everything like that and just, you know, and been really, really friendly to us and all this as well. Don't forget to check us out, Pride of West London, after the game in Washington. But we are going to go off and we're going to have a few more beers then we're going to get in a train and we're going to go far away to the meetup. But we'll catch up with you after that one. Then Washington tomorrow, as we say, go bees, go bees, <laughs> go on you bees, you bees. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.